It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Newtown Toyota. Guys, last night, Optus Stadium had their first real go at a big final with neutral sides. Um, 45,000 tickets had roughly been mm-hmm. sold pre-game, so... About three quarters of the stadium was known to be filled up. And Britt, you're finding the feedback's been mm. a little bit uh, interesting. It's not good. Looking on Twitter this morning, there's photos of big long lines and people, you know, saying they had to wait 40 minutes for a drink, missed a whole quarter because they were waiting to get some food and a, a beer. And my experience at Optus Stadium has always been really, really good that they're mm. super efficient. But clearly, there's a bit of a staff shortage going on. One triple three five three is the number. One triple three five three. Give us a call if you were at the footy last night and you did have those circumstances fall that way in terms of difficulties getting a drink and food and using the toilets. Mick, uh, did you watch the footy last night? How'd you find the game, the Cats? I can tell why there was long lines for the for the booze. Why? The first half was a horror show, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, it was, it was wasn't it? It was a boring, boring game. But what it was, what it said to me, the optics of it were the Giants were tired and the Giants were depleted and they were trying their hardest and they couldn't take their opportunities early and that enough was enough. They had a little bit of a burst um, into the start of the last quarter, wasn't it? They had a burst. They got two yeah. or three goals. But then our man, Tom Hawkins, who's coming on, uh, went back and just – Put the nail in the coffin. So this week, though, Zave, is is um, usually in the finals the, the lesser of the weeks, isn't it? It's kind of the, the come down yeah. um, for the guys that have had the win the week before, like mm-hmm. the Giants, and, and the guys are really ready to respond that, that lost in the qualifying finals like Geelong did last Not night. Not so much last night with uh, Toby Green being out, Jesse Hogan, a late withdrawal. But mm. Britt, every year, so many people, and myself included, included, try and find a reason why the team that finished top four can't win yeah, because yeah, they're, yeah. they've lost the game the week before. Yeah. They're playing against a team in winning form. And what last, reason were you finding? Well, luck like, just couldn't find one yeah, last night. Exactly. I just could <laughs> not find one. And speaking to uh, Josh Kelly, the superstar there after the game, you just see Mick, they'd been on the road for 70 days. Mm. As proud as they were and as tight as they've become, they weren't broken by any stretch of the yeah. imagination, but it was just uh, an exhale and... Uh, Oh, right, that's yeah. done. And they're heading home today into Sydney lockdown. I thought mm. maybe uh, they could have stayed over here for a I, bit longer. I did wonder, would they have a bit of a mad Monday like here in WA whilst you can, or is yeah. that not frowned upon? Well, uh, they'll still be subject to the quarantine, won't they? They'll be halfway through the quarantine. So yeah. a few WA boys like Matty DeBoer, Bobby Hill, you'd imagine they'd stay over, but um, I think the they're rest all... would head back to Sydney. Yeah. Hey, we got Mark on the line. Good morning, Mark. How are you going? Good morning, how are you? Yeah, we're going well, mate. Were you amongst the 45,000 last night? Yeah, I was there, and uh, the lines, I've never seen them. I go to the footy every second weekend and never seen them like it. And was the frustration amongst everyone pretty uh, obvious? Uh, other than Brittany's brother, because he didn't get up and go and get a beer, he got his mates to get them. <laughs> yeah, okay, so he just sat there. That sounds about right. He did. I said, Lockie, how long are the lines? He said, I don't know. I don't need to go. My mate's get them for me. The prince doesn't leave his throne, mate. Uh, That's a good theory. And he wouldn't have sent his card out either. He would have said, absolutely. no, no, you boys can get this round. (laughs) Thanks for calling in, Mark, mate. We're going to flick you a uh, triple M beanie. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. Thanks Thanks a lot. Good on you, mate. Have a lovely weekend. It's uh, disappointing to hear that uh, the the footy had some troubles last night, but... uh, We've got another couple of games to get it right before the uh, the big dance prelim finals next week. I reckon they'll have 60,000. If they haven't got every staff member available working next week, then there's going to be some obvious issues. Melbourne, Geelong, Friday night, 60,000. No way in the world should you be waiting 40 minutes for a beer. Mm. They should land in your lap, fall from the sky. That's my theory. Brett Taylor, I said to you we need another jockey mm. on, and you've delivered once again. Yeah.
Oh, I like the bugler and everything. This is a good introduction. No, yes, this time we've gone with we've gone local. Local, but I love the local. Absolutely. Remember when we had Tommy Berry on, we projected him into Group One glory that yep. day, and I think yep. this jock will have a really good day in the saddle as well. I speak of Chris Parnham, fresh off last Saturday night being awarded the WA Jockeys Premiership for last season, but. Not just in WA, but Mm. Australia's best jockey last season as well. Chris, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Now, last Saturday night, awards night, and a a huge honour for you and obviously something that you had been, well, working towards since you could basically walk. Yeah, definitely. Um, It was a great achievement for myself and uh, glad to receive the award with um, all family and friends there. I'm reading uh, that you wanted... 100 wins for the season. You've gone out and just thought, no, nah, 100's just a little bit, bit low for mine. 200 wins on, on the season. Can you remember all 200 wins? As a football player, you remember most games, <laughs> yeah. you win most good games. Well, all good games because you don't play that many. But 200 wins, surely there's a couple that you just can't recall. <laughs> no, nah, you remember them all. Um, yeah, you just sort of, there's something about it that you just, when you win a race, you remember them, so. Um, it's quite a few to remember for one season, but um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I would definitely... Um, I'd back you more. in to sit there and write them all down. I reckon you could just about name everyone because I went up to Chris and asked him about some maiden that he won in Victoria mm. once upon a time in 2014 and he can still remember them. So you've got a not a bad memory. Is that one of your party tricks there, Chris, the racing statistics? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty good in that area. Not. Not good at much else, so um, <laughs> but when it comes to remembering things and about racing, I'm actually pretty good at it. Hey, mate, uh, I absolutely love the family history your family's got in racing and the competitiveness around yourself, Brad and Steve. What is it like when you're saddled up, ready to go, and you've got the brother coming out next year? Is it, uh, does it add a little bit of motivation? How competitive are you guys? Yeah, the question get asked you know, a fair bit, but... Um, to be honest, it's just become so normal for us. Mm. Um, you know, we just do it all the time. And, you know, I mean, we're obviously very competitive with one another and like we are with all jockeys. But, um, yeah, no, we, we're quite used to it now and um, obviously try and beat each other but enjoy each other's success as well. So, um, but no, we, we all get along pretty good. Now, we can't all be winners on the track, mate. The awards night last weekend, who was best on ground at the awards night? <laughs> Oh, there's a couple that were, were um, probably fighting the finish out, actually. But um, <laughs> You got a name for it? Yeah. yeah. I think Johnny Clate was up that there. So, uh, riding coach. Uh, Johnny Clate, he was um, he was definitely in the finish. Michael Heaton from the media. Now, he he really enjoyed the Let dance floor as well. Yes, yeah, nice. absolutely. So and and how did Britt few... go, mate? Did she run a good show? Yeah, no, no, Britt was good. She um, did a good job Polish as always. Polished professional was the words you're looking for there, Chris. There you go. <laughs> prior, prior to midnight. Uh, yeah, yeah, prior to midnight. Hey, Chris, looking at your rides today, mate. You've got a couple of good rides booked. Yeah, no, I've got um, – I'm down to six now. I had a scratching, so – but uh, I've got some – or a few favourites at least. Mm. So, uh, yeah, um, hopefully we can leave the races with a couple of winners, but if I don't, I'll probably be – a little bit upset. What about the Michael Lane runners? Now, race to race to race, I think he's got three excellent chances. Race four, race five, race six, phone me, Campisi, La Farola. How do you order the three? Um, Who's the best of those three? Probably La Farola. 
Mm-hmm. And then can... let's order the three. And then Campesi mm-hmm. and then probably phone me it. But two. it like really like all three of them could win. Yeah. Um realistically. So uh but I thought Laugh Rollers right the other day was really strong and beaten by a horse, quite a progressive horse, notorious one, so um I think she could only improve from that run. So This is a true story. This is what we did. We had um, La Farola in the Quaddy here, and I looked down at my paper because I thought La Farola was home to check what the Quaddy dividend was, and mm. I looked back up, a notorious one had somehow miraculously found another Three gear wings. and all of a sudden got over the top. Mm. Not what we wanted. Hey, Chris, uh, you're speaking about your rides today there, there in WA. Spent some time in Victoria what what does the future hold for you? And what are some some races on the horizon for you that you really want to wrap your mitts around the trophy? Everyone talks about the Spring Carnival in Melbourne. Obviously, at the moment, it's really difficult to get from WA to Victoria. What What's something um, we can look forward to watching you in the future uh, set your mind to? Yeah, well, at the moment, I'm probably just going to be sticking around in Perth. Um, you know, what my future holds is probably... Um, up to COVID a little bit, mm. to be honest. Um, I'd like to go and ride somewhere else for a little bit, probably not permanently, but uh, at the moment it's just so hard to get around. So um, I was toying with the idea of going back to Melbourne for this spring, but it just doesn't look like it's going to happen because it's it seems too hard. So I don't want to risk not being able to get back for our carnival. Or, mm. Uh, but obviously, yep, in time, I'd like to go back over there and buy my trade. Absolutely, mate. Chris, good luck today, mate. You've got some great rides. La Farola is the one I think we might find a couple of bucks on Dead Set Legends for, mate. Good <laughs> luck today. Ride safely and all the best. No worries. Thank you. Thank you, Barlow. Tell Sorry. us about your evening last night, mate. Well, I just want to jump back. Dill Buckley um, was on just prior to the couple of songs we've just played, and straight away... He slid into Brittany Taylor's DMs. He is an exclusive. <laughs> I'm surprised he found it not looking up Jess Taylor. <laughs> Jess Taylor, some poor girl in uh, the UK just got a DM. Anyway, no, he hey, felt what, bad. He was apologising. Yeah, he did, absolutely. Hey, what about the next hour? How's this for the next hour after Ooh. nine? We've got Tom Hawkins coming on after last night. We've got $800 through you, Mick Barlow, with Mickey mm. the Master. A couple of good questions in there. Yeah, well, we've written down four, waiting on the fifth. Just it's it's right, we won't get there. We don't get past the yeah. first question in the last three weeks. I've given them a gimme this week okay. on question one. A gimme. Uh, we've got Brits Best that's just bagging cash after cash after cash. But the most important thing we have to give away this morning, they're going to be hard to come by, prelim Ooh. final tickets for next oh, yeah. Friday night, or this Ooh. Friday night, Melbourne v Geelong at Optus. 60000 They're going to be relatively expensive too, and we've got a couple mm. to give away after nine. Hints. If you're a Melbourne supporter, call in. And you might have been at the prelim. Mm. Or if you're a Melbourne supporter in general, you might mm. have a good chance of winning these. Hey, Britt, time to do this. The Dead Set Legends have been knee-deep in the TV guides, the dark, dark web, and tips from a shady bloke calling from a block number to give you the best of this weekend's sport. That's right. This is where we just dig around the papers and, and highlight a few things that we want to talk about in the sporting world, Britt, and you've got something that you want to chat about. Yeah, the Paralympics. I, you know, I was loving the Olympics. I've uh, extended that enthusiasm into the Paralympics, but I was shocked to know that our Paralympians weren't paid a cent when they won a gold medal. Mm. Thankfully, this week that has been changed. They do have equality now. They will receive $20,000 for a gold medal just as our uh, Olympians do. And so that was really, really great to see. And overnight we saw a gold, a silver, a silver. So 
We're going well. All right, I've got a two-part question for you. Mm-hmm. You're in a relay. What happens with the 20 grand? Is it split by oh, however many? Good question. Okay, and then the extension to the question is, yeah, because you, as we saw in the swimming, mm-hmm. Brianna Throssell, for example, of WA's own, she swam in the heats, but not in the final but gets a gold medal. Yeah, but that's a bit like the AFL, like it's the whole premiership medal mm. situation. Oh. You could pay all... Oh, righto. You hate Brianna Throssell. That's unfair. No. <laughs> Jesus. I was just trying to get a 20 grand. No, no. so you reckon the four that swim in it get five yeah. grand. You get a split, yeah, they mu- yeah. split the 20, get five. Yeah, they must do. Okay. And no. then they take the trial swimmers out for dinner when they yeah. can. Wait, what, what, about, real, what about a, a soccer really team? Dinner. What about a big yeah, team no, sport? Just $1,000 each. That's what they do in the AFL. They split the... The grand final payment by yep. how many games you played, and the finals have more value than what the is the grand game. final payment? Uh, if you win, it's about thirty. No, no, north of that, north of that. Yeah. I mean, I what eleven, twelve years ago got mm. like twenty five thousand. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, and then and there's the a signing get session. About half. Yeah, a, I was a loser. A there's loser. a signing <laughs> session. Brit has this. You turn up on a Wednesday morning. They have a thousand footy jumpers there. You sign them, and uh, it's about worth about eight grand every player. What just to go to the signing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, it's crazy. Hey, Mick, uh, you've got something in WA on Sunday you want to touch on? Mate, Optus Stadium is yeah. just getting a good old workout. Last I thought these footy players game. were doing it for their love. Yeah. They're just getting paid. I'm sorry, I'm still on that. What, signing jumpers? <laughs> yes. What, you, want, you think when you're as hung as a horse on a Wednesday after winning a flag, you want to go sign your jumper? Yes, because I thought that you were wonderful humans who were supporting the fans. Ah, God, no. Anyway. Well, I, that's I, fairy tale I, stuff, Britt. <laughs> I did, Britt. Dave didn't. Anyway, yeah. uh, off the stadium, last night's game, got the prelim next week, obviously got the grand final, but tomorrow at 2pm, the Bledisloe Cup, Australia versus New Zealand, mm. is coming to Optus Stadium, and there's a little bit of heat in this one with the New Zealand team, the All Blacks, they didn't come over recently, Coach mm. Dave Rennie, uh, I might just be making this up, but he was not happy, he said, righto, you're not coming over, you, you're scared, we're ready to take you on, so tomorrow at 2pm, we get that chance to take on the All Blacks, the last time we took on the All Blacks in Perth, guess what, Australia won. Yes, they 40, did. 47 to 26. So we've got good form on the hallowed turf of Optus Stadium. So yeah. go the Wallabies. I absolutely love seeing sport come to WA, but when the grand final was announced that uh, it was coming to WA, there was a few naysayers that, you know, when Eddie Maguire, for example, wasn't allowed in the state, you know, everyone was like, yeah, bugger off, you're not essential. Gone under the guard that we've actually got a team from another country sitting in Perth about to play a game of sports. So look forward to that. The blood is low on Father's Day too. So if you don't have a present for your dad, Take him to Optus Stadium and get some tickets there and enjoy the Bledisloe. This motorsport update is brought to you by Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Time to talk some motorsport with Rusty. And, of course, if you do want to hear some more motorsport, grab his podcast off the listener app called Rusty's Garage. Good morning, Rusty. Zave, Britt, Mickey, good morning. Mate, quickly, let's start with a couple of phrases here. Red Bull Racing, supercars and a teenager. What about this? So he is the son of a bit of a motorcycle racing legend in Australia too. So that's Paul Feeney. Mm-hmm. His teenage son, Brock, has been given the plum drive. They, they looked at a number of candidates and they think this kid is head and shoulders above. So he's going to take over from the great Jamie Wincup, one of the, you know, the best of all mm-hmm. time in, in supercars in 2020. So a huge shoes to fill, massive opportunity. He was very good in cars. And in short, guys, I, I, my take on it, He's the kind of disciplined kid that will immerse himself in this team. He'll learn from the same Van Gisbergen. He's fast already. We've got to give him a little bit of time, but but he'll grab this opportunity with both hands. Of of that, there's no doubt. How good. Hey, Rusty, last week it was a bit of a farce, the Belgian Grand Prix. I I woke up. up. 
I didn't watch it, uh, but I woke up. Daniel Ricciardo, how good is this? He came fourth. It was a two-lapper. What was going on? Yeah. Oh, mate. And, you know, I feel for many people who stayed up late until the, the weary hours of the morning for them as they tried to get it done. Uh, I think the Australians in race control, the likes of Michael Massey in race, race direction and so on, I mean, they did the best they could with the playbook they have. But that means we've got to look at changing the playbook clearly. Mm. I mean, we, we, we needed to maybe come back on a Monday if that was doable, yeah. do something for the fans. Now, what, what has transpired, what I can tell you, is that the commercial rights holders and the, the circuit are looking at some sort of level of refund. It's not across the line yet, okay. but they're looking at that for those poor people that waited for, for hours in the wet conditions. What about for and me at home on the couch, Rusty? <laughs> you didn't pay anything. I had no beers left by you the end of that. You got nothing. You got nothing. Uh, but but Lewis, Hamil- Lewis Hamilton has also taken the social media and said, if you can prove that you were a ticket holder and you were there, uh, he's going to send in personally Ooh. something special. So, uh, yeah, pretty oh. cool. Well, let's... Let's find go. some proof and send something. Believe it or not, I was in Belgium over <laughs> yeah. the weekend. Zave's yeah. definitely going to find some proof there. Hey, a big retirement in form the Formula One world. Kimi Raikkonen calling it quits at the end of the season. What a career. Does he hold the record for the most Grand Prix starts in history? Well done, he does. So more than Brit 340. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and he's going to chalk up more between now and the end of the season, obviously. So... An amazing career. He went away for a little while and did some rallying, but came back. He's been a world champion in the sport. And at the, at the peak of his powers, mm. he was bloody fast. They yeah. call him the Iceman. You, you want me to do your, he's not always loved by the media because he's kind of straight-talking, Finnish, and, and doesn't sort of put up with too much of the media hype. Do you want a, do you want a little impersonation for a bit yes, of fun? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I just give me. You're listening to the M's and the Desert Legends. Oh, there you <laughs> that go. That is the best. <laughs> and Arnold Schwarzenegger joined the show for a little bit too. Can you give us one of those, Dave? Uh, well, no, I, I can't. But uh, in today's age, I'd probably drop the nickname the Iceman. I don't know how well that flies around the streets. But, um, hey, last one, Rusty, before we let you go, mate. Mick Dillon's boy we spoke about last week in Formula 3. Well, he absolutely whipped him up last week. Is he a chance of winning the title? You know what? He, he is in good shape. So there's only a couple of rounds left of this, including this weekend uh, at the Netherlands where he's qualified fourth. Uh, but to your point, he got a pole position, two race wins, puts him second in the title chase. Um, chip off the old block, as we've talked mm. about on the, on the show, guys. His, his dad went down the two-wheel path, but he's got that same kind of look and determination about him. So this is a really good step. Uh, for a young Aussie, potentially, on the path to Formula One. Let's hope so, mate. Well, if you again, if I did say at the start, Rusty's Garage on the listener app. Thanks, mate. Have a wonderful weekend. Quick, get to the chopper. I oh, love yeah, that. there we go. <laughs> uh, Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Tap Touch. The race starts when the bet's on. Tap Touch. Better your bet. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858. <laughs> Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. The horses are on the track. This is Brit's Best. That's right, of course. On Triple M, Brit, you find us a winner every week. And the money that we do make goes to Lifeline. We donate the money at the end of the year. We've got about a month left of this. And our current uh, tally is a few thousand dollars mm-hmm. that is going to Lifeline. And last week, we just threw in another 350 slides. So things are going okay for us, Britt. They are We head indeed. to you. Find us a winner, please. Okay. Well, we've already heard from Chris Parnham, and we know that he's got a really book, good book of rides. So we're thinking La Farola, but I want to mm. go a little bit bigger than oh, that. Geez. And I need Mickey's help with today's... Slick. Brit's best. I need mm-hmm. to know a weather report from Melbourne. Okay. How much rain have you had? 
Uh, in one word, garbage. It's a just a garbage day. It's been really wet. It's rained for eight to the eight of the last ten hours. Heavy rain as well. On your TV, run this morning, were TV there puddles? Rain. There were puddles. My soggy socks. I had yeah, soggy perfect. socks. Okay, that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> so we I'm looking at the Melbourne weather as we speak, and it says <laughs> there's been zero mils. <laughs> Do you like that in-depth weather report by MB? Well, hang on. I'm been, a bit concerned it if it's there's accurate. Been zero mils since nine o'clock. <laughs> well, I'm okay. inside. Well, can't see. <laughs> Hasn't rained the last three hours. <laughs> Well, this is a problem because my, my bet really hedges on the fact that there's wet weather around. And the horse that I'm looking at I is... don't reckon it'll rain again in Melbourne today. I'm just saying it mm. right now. They Tr- did have up to 38 mils up to 9am this morning. Okay, that's what we need. Bing. Because Great Again that's is a horse that has been Same. waiting and waiting, keeps getting scratched to wait for wet tracks. Now, this is an absolute mudlark of a horse. Mm-hmm. And he's been around $20. So I think we go each way on Great Again for a little speck and see if we can't uh, get a big result for Lifeline. Great Again for Lifeline on the soft seven at Mooney Mooney Valley. Valley. Now, race number seven. Now, for the boys, Mick, we're actually going to take it out of our hands this week because I was meant to ask Tom Hawkins, who we just spoke about, to give us a tip, and I forgot. But he did just text me saying, I'm declaring this one at Mooney Valley. Race one, Sandy Prince, mm. Sandy Prince, race one at Mooney Valley has been declared by the man last night Ooh, Tommy. who threw the Cats into a prelim final, $2.80 currently. Sandy Prince, that's what you do. Britt, yours again? Um, I am great again in race number seven, but I have been tipped Sandy Prince myself as well. So I think uh, there is a tip around going for this horse with Craig Williams on board, Ben and JD Hayes. Should we put a double on? Oh. No. Let's talk about it in the break. Anyway... <laughs> Lifeline. Yeah. We're donating, so we're doing the right thing. That was Brit's best for Tap Touch. Now, we did just plug that we had prelim finals this Friday night at Optus Stadium. I've been guaranteed that the bars will flow. Yep. They're going to have more staff and the bars will flow. No line-up for beers and missing games and all that sort of business. You're in and out and off back to your seats to watch. So you're going to fill the labour shortage? You're going to jump no, behind adding, the bar. I'll be adding to the queue. <laughs> hey, uh, so we want to talk uh, about prelim finals and you know the anxieties around the prelim because obviously you win, you go through to a grand final this year in Perth, but even in the past when they have been here in WA, the excitement about getting in your car, getting in the plane, heading to Melbourne, the anxieties around the prelim are ginormous. But it doesn't end well always, Britt. No, it doesn't. I want to take the listeners back to 2018, Mick. What Ooh. happened in that prelim final? Who played what? and what oh. happened? It was all Melbourne. They were, they were thinking all the rage was Melbourne. Melbourne coming over. They were going to go to the grand final. The hoodoo was done. Yep. Give me the half time score, please, Dave. So West Coast were 10 goals, 9, 69. Mm-hmm. Melbourne, zero goals, six behinds, six. <laughs> 10, 9, 69 to zero goals, six. Now, Shalaki. one, triple, three, five, three. What we want to do for these prelim final tickets. The worst defeat you've had in your life. When did the helium just get sucked from the balloon and you're an almighty loser like the demons on that day? Mm. Good morning, Nat. Good morning. Mate, you've um, got... You I, got hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. on. Don't go too early on me, Nat. You're only going to have about 20 seconds to tell us and then we're going to move on and we've got a few calls queued up. Whoever's had the worst beat gets the tickets, <laughs> all right, mate? The floor is yours. Okay, I was a guest at a certain radio presenter's 50th birthday breakfast and we played a game of Pass the Parcel where the winner won $5,000. Yeah. 
The eventual winner was about to pass me the parcel, but the music stopped and she kept it and she won the five grand and I walked away devastated. That's a bad beat. So that was Baz's 50th and you were next in line for the 5,000 in the hand and the the present didn't... You guys were filming it, and yeah. oh, you put your video up, and you can just see the look on my face. The moment I was the heart breaks. My best to look happy yes. for the yes, Nat, we did see your winner, face. They got passed around the office. Oh, <laughs> Nat, you're in the queue. Imagine, right. imagine how much uh, Nat's going to hate Triple M when we don't give her. <laughs> I know. Hey, Amanda, what's your story? Amanda's gone, so that that's a bad beat. That's, that's bad on Leachy because he pressed oh, something over yes. there behind the desk. And what about you, Chris? No, nah, not yet. No. So then, you know, you, you said, Chris, you there? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's your worst beat? Well, I'm 57 now, but I remember when I, you played under five blues. Uh, you didn't score back then, but we got beaten by 26 goals. By And we didn't score anything for the whole morning. So at 57, I've, uh, I'm still uh, got having nightmares about that game. What was but the score again? When I, uh, they were about 27 goals. So uh, it's 15 points and we didn't score anything. Oh. Zip, zip. 27 we, we goals had little, we, Yeah, we had little midgets in our side. So, But it was under five, so you did, weren't allowed to score back then. But when you're under five, you do keep the score. And at 57, it's stuck with you. Under five, it's been 52 years, Chris. Let it go. Yeah. Good at maths. I still have nightmares, but I've won a few grand finals in different games over the years. So that sort of made up for oh, it. Oh, good, good for man, sure. Chris. Go. Hey, last but not least, Mick, we've got George. Good morning, George. Georgie. He's Georgie. There. Yeah, you're there? Yeah, yeah. Leachy's new to bloody oh, phones, yeah. mate. Um, <laughs> hey, talk, you talk about taking guys? the wind out of a, a smooth segment. Uh, Worst beat, mate, go. Worst beat was Golden Bay at school. We, we made the final three years in a row and we lost every year. And we had, we had guys on the team tearing up and, look, that was – to get all the way there and lose it three years in a row, that was heartbreaking. But that's, yeah. Mm. Three years in a row, I think, mate, it might be heartbreaking for you again this morning too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mick, where are you, feel, where are you thinking? Nat, Chris, who hasn't let it go for 53 years, almost as long as Melbourne's drought, and George, who I'm, unfortunately lost three in a row. I'm going with Nat. I think so am I. Owes, uh, owes Nat after the five grand went oh, bye-bye. I just think that the heartbreak is palpable. Have you seen the photo? About, yes, when you're about to get the parcel and then you, you basically, it's $5,000 just been ripped out of your hands. So we're going to selection. Are you talking and to so, me? No, Nat. We're about to be. Hello. Yes, Nat, you are the lucky winner because you're online and you've had the worst beat out of all three. So you are going to the prelim, Geelong versus Melbourne. That is awesome. I was there last night, and I want to be there next week. So thanks so much, guys. Nah, no worries, mate. Have you, have you forgiven Triple M after stealing $5,000 from you? <laughs> oh, look, I had a good time. It was fun, and that's the way it goes. But, no, my son said to me, Mum, stop watching that oh. video. It's really bad. <laughs> this <laughs> um, is a no, consolation. Nah, good yeah, work, mate. Well, Friday night, awesome. you're at the footy. You can take your son along too, of course, uh, off the back of Melbourne losing. Let me say that score again. 10 goals, 9, 69 to 0 goals, 6. 6. Melbourne Demons, prelim final, 2018. Is it going to be a disaster again? Are the Cats going to pump them Friday night? Time will tell. Get a $700 trade-in on selected water heaters when you purchase a new Solar Heart hot water system. Let's do it. Uh, Mickey the Master, five questions, $800 on the line today. Our contestant, 
Bo from Brabham. Good morning. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm well. How are you? You were at the footy last night, I believe. How was the experience? Oh, it was great, mate. Yeah, finals footy in Perth. You can't do any better than that, mate. Are you still in, are you still in the line to get a beer, or do you have no troubles there? Oh, I missed half a game, but yeah, <laughs> but I was, I was there for the end of it, so it was all good. Good man. I like no. the optimism. Yeah, no, good. I like oh, it. Buffs oh. are full. Let's win 800 bucks. Yeah. And let's do it for Bo. Let's do it for Bo. So you were at the footy last night. You know the rules, Bo. So if you do have any trouble with the question, now I'm going to really be clear on this. If you have any problems with any questions, you can use this. Well, I'm just waiting for a mate. And Zave or Brit can help you. So the last couple of weeks, our contestants, they've got a bit brash, a bit hot under the collar and just blurted out gone early. answers. Gone they've early. gone early. Okay. Yep, so we're going to kick you off with an absolute lay down, Mazair. Who is the Australian cricket coach? Oh, <laughs> uh, JL. Well done. One down well that done. red wine went last night, Mick. Yeah, that was terrific. I saw that uh, on the Sevens coverage. Yeah. They panned out to every professional sportsman that was in the building. Stephen Hill was there, <laughs> Michael Walters. Then Justin Langer just popped back. Uh, nearly a full glass ah, of... Beautiful. Um, We're Team JL full, in here. Yeah. Full glass of red wine. So good on you, JL. Very good. Question one, done, run and one bow. Question two. There's bubblies in the background. Who <laughs> kicked five goals for the Cats last night? Oh, the big Tomahawk. <laughs> Bowie, Bowie, Bowie. That's two from two, and he is uh, getting moving here. The momentum is strong. So let's try and trick him up with question three. They've been easy I so far. I want Bowie to win. I want to who win. Are you, hey, Bo, who are you... Who do you support first? I'm actually a Cats fan. Oh. <laughs> We've got Tony Hawkins coming up in about five minutes, mate, so yeah. stay with us. Hey, Bo, yeah, yeah. actually, do you know what today is? It's the eight-year anniversary. Oh, since oh, the final. Yep, it's the eight-year yep, anniversary. How many goals went... did Mick kick that day, Bo? <laughs> Mickey? I don't, oh, I don't know. Can't remember. He had 30 and 3, I think it was. Yeah, 33 and 3. So, a pretty good day. Out there, so <laughs> yeah, pretty happy. You sold him three short. <laughs> that, that's what mates do, Mick. You weren't going to bring that up, so I had to. Oh, I was trying to work it in. Hey, he was waiting so, for you to do it. The GWS Giants had four West Australians playing last night. Name three of them. Oh, here we go. Um, uh, so, remember, you can utilise yeah. your lifeline if you... I reckon, so I reckon I'll wait for a mate. Well, I'm just waiting for a mate. Ooh, beautiful. So, you've got Xavier, who was at the footy paying no attention, just talking about him, talking uh, about himself all night. Who are you <laughs> asking, mate? Brit or me? Oh, I'll go yourself, Dave. So, we can work together here, then, can't we? We can workshop a little bit. Yeah, workshop, mate. So, I'm going to go your, Matty DeBoer straight away. Matt DeBoer straight away. I'm going to go yeah. Sam Taylor straight away. Now, if you, uh, oh, I've now got if you one. Heard all, um, I've got one. Give us a position. Steve. Oh, <laughs> give us a position. It's Steve's position. Steve Cornelio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, well, Stevie was a uh, Western Australia boy. Yep, Cogs mm. as well. That's three out of four, so, Mick. Yep, so, Bo, you're happy with Taylor, DeBoer, and Cornelio? Yeah, I'll go with that one, mate. Beautiful. And the fourth was yeah, Bobby, Bobby, oh, Bobby Bobby Hill, of course, Bobby Birth Hill. Boy. Bobby Hill. So well done. So, question: You have utilised your lifeline there. You've utilised. So, we've got two questions to go. Eight hundred slides. Eight hundred sliding into the bank today. Well, hey, let's go, boys. And Jess, Rick. <laughs> and Jess, and Jess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which WA jockey took out the Metro Champion? Ship for season 2020 and 2021. The awards night was last week, hosted by Brit. Which jockey took out the Metro Championship for season 2021? Oh, 
I reckon he might have skittled me there. <laughs> have a throw right, the stumps. Right. Oh, we just spoke nah. to him. Obviously, nah. a good loyal listener. Are you a, no. two are you, hours of are the you show. a jockey? Are you a horse fan? No, no he's not a jockey, obviously. Nah, nah, no, 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 not much on the horses. Can you think of anything? Five, oh. four, three, two. Nah, he's got me stumped. Bugger, mate. Oh, bad luck. Bye, 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 bye. It was Chris Parnham, who we had on earlier on the show. But, Bo, that was yeah, tremendous. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to give you a triple M beanie. Zave? Yeah, mate. I'm blooming those. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to. So, Bo, that's great. Be, Geelong. You'll try and wear it. Yeah, we'll hope for the, the, the end of the next winter. But, hey, the Geelong Cats, they're still going. So no $800 for you, but the Geelong Cats will play in a prelim next week for yourself. And hopefully they go well, Bo. Bloody I hope so too, mate. Thanks for listening to us, Bo. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Newtown Toyota.